Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Hot Throat 5638 and says, My 26 female boyfriend, 33 male, says I'm controlling and putting a boundary on one of his friendships. So my boyfriend has this close friend of 15 years, that he slept with early on into their friendship, but they both say their friendship is just platonic. My boyfriend and I were friends for a few months before we dated and in that few months a few things transpired that made this friendship with this girl a red flag to me. Number one, I met this friend of his and I instantly knew she was the friend he had slept with based on how they interacted. Two, he shared with me that he thinks her boyfriend is ugly, he doesn't like him, has made fun of his looks to their friends and thinks they shouldn't be together. Three, her boyfriend of three years has never liked the nature of their friendship and my boyfriend responded by saying her boyfriend is insecure so he keeps calling and texting her just as much as before, multiple times a week. She also didn't set up any boundaries despite her boyfriend's complaints. Or at a dinner we were all at, one of his best friends said that my boyfriend and this friend of his are soulmates and should be together and that my boyfriend was just too scared in the past to make a move. My boyfriend and I were still just friends when all the above happened but had talked about maybe being more. But with all this in mind I decided to try to walk away as I felt he had feelings for this friend of his. He promised me he didn't and to prove that he'd basically cut her off. They were still in friend group chats, hangouts together but that didn't bother me. So with this new boundary I decided to date him and after about a month he said he couldn't do it had to have her in his life as she was important to him and that he'd walk away from us if it meant getting to have her as a friend again. So I compromised and was okay with a friendship. As I understand it's jarring to just stop talking to someone but I expressed I still wasn't comfortable with a close friendship between the two and expected her to not be as close as they once were. Cut to eight months later and he expressed that he feels that I'm controlling for the boundaries I set for this friendship and he doesn't want to have to think about how and when he interacts with her so he wants to be able to be best friends with her as he was before we dated. He has multiple female friends but wants to be the closest with her as that's how it was before I came into the picture. To which I replied I was not comfortable with it. I feel that he just keeps moving the goalposts on this topic and appeased me in the beginning just to flip once I was more invested in him. He says I'm being insecure and controlling but I feel I'm not as I've had no issues with any of his other female friendships. He has another female friend that he briefly dated when they were really young and I haven't taken issue with that friendship. I feel the reasons listed above and the fact that he's willing to let this be a constant issue between us justifies my stance. Is it controlling to not be okay with the close nature of this long-standing friendship and asking that there be boundaries? Advice on how to move forward is also welcomed. Now, 
I had to go back and read that afterwards, the part where they were talking about how the boundary was set up. And it sounds like he set up the boundary because OP was willing to walk away because he wasn't comfortable with the relationship or the closeness that they have. And they didn't want to be a part of that relationship with what was going on. And he wanted to prove himself by basically cutting her off, which he chose to do. And the initial jealousy you explained, which he's showing to his best friend's boyfriend, is a worrying thing as well. It makes me think, you know, he's more interested in her than he's letting on. But JFC says he wants to be close with her. That means you either have to accept this and get over your discomfort or walk away. Because attempting to restrict his interactions with her is only going to generate resentment. He has to want to pull away from her for the sake of your relationship. Otherwise, it's him begrudgingly following your rules, feeling control, etc. I don't think your feelings are unreasonable at all, but that doesn't change what I said above. No happy relationship involves one person forcing the other to do things they don't really want to do as a condition of the relationship. For what it's worth, I had a male friend like this when I first started dating my husband. It was completely platonic, but when my now husband brought it up, I could see how it was sort of taking up the slot of primary relationship in my life. I could see that it really was preventing me from investing all of myself in the relationship. So I pulled it back, staying friends, but way less intense and close. Point being that some people in this situation would willingly agree to rein it in, but he isn't. And that means you either have to find a way to be okay with it or walk away. Mishi Pratt says, you're insecure because he clearly prioritizes this unhealthy, codependent platonic friendship over his relationship. Most of the time, insecurity doesn't just sprout from nowhere. His behavior would make most people feel insecure. Honestly, I'd cut my losses at this point. She would always be more important than any other woman in his life, and he's going to have an impossible time finding a serious girlfriend who put up with it. Fetch says he has made it super clear he wants to be with her and not you. He literally said he would walk away from the relationship. She is more important to him than you are. You gotta face that reality and realize you deserve someone that picks you first and always, not whatever this sack of garbage is. And one more from Notto Bragbutt who says, a boundary isn't something you do to control someone else. A boundary is an expectation you communicate to another person and how you intend to act if that boundary is broken. The other person is free to accept that boundary or not. You've placed the boundary and he agreed. He broke that boundary and continues to push for more of what he wants, ignoring your boundary and obviously not caring about you or your feelings. Your choice is, change the boundary. You'll have to get into a habit of him doing whatever he likes, no matter how it affects you. Or, change the boyfriend, which I highly recommend. The OP does come in to update the post and they say, I want to say thank you to this community. I'm new to Reddit and a lot of these comments made me feel validated and stronger in who I am slash the relationship I want to have. I did leave him. There are other issues plaguing us too. This one was just the most consistent. We met up recently and I asked him to genuinely consider if maybe she is the person he is to be with. And while he got defensive and maintained that he really does only see her as a friend, I felt relief in being able to ask that question, not being scared of the answer. I just want what's best for him and myself. To anyone reading who's in a similar spot, just know that your intuition is always a signal and the body doesn't lie. I could feel something was off but didn't want to face it. Yes, maybe they won't end up together and maybe he truly doesn't have something for her now. But it shined a light on deeper issues that extended into other parts of our relationship. Issues with acknowledging his own feelings, commitment issues and little concept of boundaries. Both that are healthy for his personal life and in a relationship. 
We didn't reconcile and he expressed needing time to do some healing and inner work. Maybe he will or maybe he won't. I hope he does since I want him to succeed in life but I know it's not my responsibility. I did learn a lot from this experience. Some of these comments were harsh but it made me take a look at my own issues and know that I deserve to be with someone who treats me as a priority. Very grateful to this community. And you know, for OP, of course, it's going to hurt for a little while. Breaking up that relationship, someone that you've been with for a little while, of course, that's going to hurt. But I'm always incredibly happy to see when they say they've learned a lot from the experience and that they've realized their self-worth in a way and they deserve a lot better and deserve to be a priority in someone else's life. I always think that's a wonderful outcome from a story. Like I said, although it's going to hurt initially, but... What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, am I the a-hole for forcing my stepdaughter to pay me back after she ruined my house? I, 43 female, and my husband, 47 male, have been married for four years now. We both have children from our previous marriages, 12 male and 10 male, and Olivia, 18 female. My husband and I dated for three years prior to getting married, but moved in all together two years ago. Olivia lives with us full time and it had a bit of a rocky start with mine and Olivia's relationship, but we managed to push through it. I told Olivia from day one that I wasn't her mum, but if there was anything she wants to talk about or need, she can come to me. After a few months, we became quite close and she talked to me about anything she was too embarrassed to talk about with her dad. Recently, Olivia has been trying to make friends at college since she just started in spring. On-campus residence is very expensive for the college and is close to our house, so Olivia decided to stay at home. That's not a problem. The problem is, is that Olivia keeps bringing her friends over to hang out, but leaving it a mess. Normally, it's not a major deal. I have OCD, so sometimes there is issues depending on the situation, though because she picks up after herself, but I recently hired a housekeeper to clean the house once a week since I've been working overtime more often. Since I've been working overtime more often, me and my husband just don't have time. It is expensive, but I cannot stand it when it becomes too messy for me, so I think it's worth it. This time, she brought her friends over after the house was cleaned, and I guess they decided not to take their shoes off and walked all around the house leaving footprints. They also made pizza from scratch and left the crumbles on the counters, among other things. They pretty much made the entire house filthy before I could even come home. Once again, the cleaning service is quite expensive because I like a higher level of cleaning quality, so I was pissed. My husband is trying to make me let it go because Olivia has always struggled making friends, but I can't let it go because of how much it cost. I requested the exact amount I paid for the cleaning service to her Venmo and she acted all confused on why she had to pay for it. I explained that her and her friends ruined my house. That was just cleaned, but she insisted it wasn't her. I have a ring camera, and I have video proof of her and her friends going into the house, and they were the only ones home that day before me. I gave her two choices, pay for the damages, or I stopped paying for her phone. She's complaining, saying it wasn't her, and she doesn't have the money to pay the phone bill. Am I the a-hole? Edit to clear confusion. The cleaners came before Olivia, fully cleaned the house and then left. An hour later, Olivia came in with her friends. And as always, Opie gives some additional information within their comments below the post. So Opie says, I'm not usually one to discipline her because I'm not her mum. 
and I think that'd be crossing a bit of a boundary with her dad and me. She probably didn't expect the potential consequence because of my lack of discipline with her. Someone says to OP, I understand you have OCD, not judging you for that. However, wouldn't a better solution have Olivia clean up the mess? There was footprints and crumbs. Seems like an easy clean. OP says, I do agree that would have been better, but Olivia doesn't have the same level of cleaning level of the cleaning service, so I'd most likely have to redo it until it's finally clean for my liking. I think visible shoe prints are filthy, which is why there is no shoes in the house rule put into place I set up when we first all moved in together. Also, it's considered very rude in my country to walk around someone else's house with shoes. OP continues in another comment and says, I do understand that she is a teenager, but she is 18 and is a legal adult, so I treat her like one. I should have clarified this, but I did put a rule that people can't wear shoes in the house because it's so unsanitary. And there's 10 times more cleaning when there's outside shoes inside. I was raised with very strict cleaning standards, so in my books, crumbles and visible footprints are filthy to me. The whole reason I pay for the cleaning service is because I've been spending more time at work. My husband has a long work schedule, so we don't have any time to do the cleaning ourselves. It's, it's considered very, very rude in my country to walk around someone else's house with their shoes on. And it was snowing that day, so water stains were left where they stepped. I mean, it's quite expensive to me because of the cost of living in my area. I spend anywhere from 100 to 200 on cleaning each week, so I'm not asking for an arm and a limb, but for a college student who's never worked, it's a lot. It's usually a set price, but depending if the house is especially messy one week, there's going to be extra charges. It's not a massive bail, but it's definitely a chunk out of her savings because she hasn't worked at all. For previous things like this, I disciplined my kids and my husband disciplined Olivia. A commenter says to OP, it sounds like your cleanliness standards are extreme. Are you seeking help for your OCD? OP says I am. It's been helping, but I definitely still need more time to fully figure out how to manage it. Opie continues, no, I expect all the kids to be able to clean up after themselves unless there was an emergency of some kind, which there wasn't. She's an adult and I've been trying to treat her like one more. After reading these comments, I do realize my standards may have been put too high, but cleaning up after yourself isn't anything new in the house and everybody's expected to do their share as well as any messes they make themselves. I couldn't even see the house I paid money to be cleaned before it was already dirty though. Opie then updated the post and says, as I write this, I'm still getting comments on the original post. Thank you all for those who've commented, but I do want to ask that some users to please tone down things they're saying about myself and my OCD. I don't appreciate people saying that I'm financially abusing my stepdaughter. I understand most are upset at me, but please don't comment that I should be institutionalized because I have been getting comments and messages along those lines. This morning, I asked Olivia to have a sit-down talk with me and to fully discuss how we both felt about my reaction, as well as how we are still feeling. Olivia was quite upset at me because she'd been trying so hard to make friends and she feels like I'm trying to discourage her from making them. We also talked about the house and the bill situation. I told her that I apologize I overreacted and said things in the heat of the moment, but I would like her to clean up after herself in the future. She doesn't have to cover the cleaning bill and I will continue to pay for her phone bill. As for my OCD, many of you felt the need to tell me that I'm terrorizing my entire household and should pay for therapy instead of a cleaning service. I've been getting help for my OCD, but this situation made me realize I need to work more on it and managing it. I've also been getting comments that my stress may be caused by working overtime. I put a request in for fewer hours as well. 
as I've been looking for a possible vacation for all five of us. There's a few suggested that may help. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Story is titled, My 35 Female Sister, 25 Female. As a bridesmaid, 25 female, gone rogue. I will preface this by saying my parents gave my sister a choice. She gets a sum of money either to pay for a wedding or get to set up with a house. My sister wisely chose to have the house. So her wedding is going to be a rather small affair. She is paying for solo. I've been doing as much as I can to help with keeping her costs down, which long story was a lot. She asked me to be her maid of honor and our brother, one of the groomsmen. My sister has a bridesmaid who is a friend from college, Janet. I never cared for her, finding her rather rude and selfish. But it's my sister's wedding and I'm quite good at dealing with people. I ended up friending her on Facebook. The first issue between us came at a get-together my sister hosted. Janet made a pointed comment to her boyfriend in front of me, saying she was surprised at my sister's bridesmaid that if she was getting married, she'd be sure that her bridesmaids were thin, young, and pretty. It was obviously directed at me, as Janet and the other two bridesmaids are both very thin and younger. Frankly, it didn't bother me as a dig. I'm comfortable with my appearance and age, and I'm a 22 BMI, so not an healthy weight. It may have been due to the fact that I'm gay and don't go for traditionally pretty looks. The next issue, though, came with a bridal shower. I planned it with two cousins. Janet decided last minute to plan a vacation over this time and convinced another of the bridesmaids that it was really family only and that she wasn't welcome, despite being invited. She also posted a link to a thing about the top stupidest games played at showers on Facebook. If I wasn't sure this was intended maliciously towards me, I was after the bachelorette issue, which happened recently. Initially, I was told by another bridesmaid the party was going to be the 10th and that it was going to take place at a certain restaurant slash club. Now, this club is literally down the street from me and I actually own a small portion of the business. I was excited, saying that I would make sure it was amazing. A few days later, Janet messages me and tells me that the party was actually planned for the 17th and it would be taking place at another location and involved mall shopping and a male strip club. Now, I had posted that I would be out of town on business the 17th and neither shopping nor a strip club appealed to me. So I said that it would be a shame I was going to have to miss it. 
the afternoon of the 10th, my sister posts on Facebook that she had just been kidnapped for a surprise bachelorette party. A bit later, one of the other bridesmaids sent me a message asking me what I could do to make the party taking place at my restaurant special. I questioned her and she was under the impression that I had said I wasn't interested in attending the party. Obviously, Janet had actively lied to me to keep me out of the party. At this point, I could only talk to my sister, but I didn't want to drum up any drama when she was already stressed over wedding things. So I kept quiet. It is now three weeks out from the wedding. Today, my sister has sent me a whole series of messages Janet has sent her. Janet has questioned, made snarky comments, etc. over every aspect of my sister's wedding. From the choice of music, too cheesy, to the transportation. Janet wants a limo, to the order of things. She wants the first dance later in the reception. I've told my sister to ignore her, that it is her wedding, and when Janet gets married, she can make her own decisions. But my sister is second-guessing herself and freaking out that a low-scale wedding isn't good enough. My sister has a history of anxiety disorders, so this is not a good thing for her. A week ago, she was really happy about her choices. Now she's crying and breaking down. Right now, I don't know if I should tell my sister the way Janet has been treating me. It might make her understand that this is Janet's problem, not hers, or it could cause more issues. I honestly want to give Janet a piece of my mind, but I think that could only make things worse for the wedding and for my sister. All I want for my sister is to have a good wedding. I don't know how to fix this issue so that happens. And I kind of feel on this one, your sister just needs to be told. I'm not trying to be overly dramatic about it, but she seems like someone that's all about herself and could potentially drag this into the wedding as well. And I think your sister deserves to know about your own personal experience and with dealing with Janet. But Living Flying says, I would tell your sister. I'm afraid if you don't, Janet will find ways to sabotage the actual wedding. So far, she's only managed to fuck up the preliminaries. So sit your sister down, maybe with your mum too, and let her see that Janet's not someone who has her best interests at heart. And all her criticism is part and parcel of a larger agenda, which she has been enacting. Reassure her that her wedding choices are solid and she needs to have confidence that she has planned the right wedding for her. Handle Janet using the minimum force necessary to keep her from causing further problems and be civil as long as she permits it. But don't be afraid to take the gloves off if she tries to pull any further bullshit. And next time someone says to you, she would be sure that her bridesmaids were thin, young and pretty, say, yeah, I know what you mean. I would make sure mine were mature, kind and classy. Ooh, lovely. Could you imagine that comeback? I'm not that witty. I'm not that quick. I'm someone who sits there like a couple of hours after and she'll go, shit, I wish I said that. <laughs> but MM172 says, at this rate, if someone doesn't call Janet on her crap, she's going to pull some kind of major drama bomb at the wedding itself. Yes, tell your sister that Janet's been using the exact same nonsense on you. And the only reason you haven't said anything is that you didn't want her exposed to it. And tell her you'll do whatever she needs you to do to be supportive. From running interference on whatever nastiness Janet tries to pull to kicking Janet out of the bridal party personally. But this woman is not worth a moment of second guessing her decisions over, let alone what she's doing to herself right now. OP says, I seriously doubt my sister would kick her out of the wedding party at this point. They have a ton of mutual friends and I can't see it going over well. Plus, my sister is very soft and it would be totally outside her nature unless Janet did something very over the top. If it was me, she'd have been gone already. Josie Berger says, I say you better step up to Janet and soon. 
She's the type of person who's going to make your sister's wedding all about herself and she will ultimately ruin it. Give her a piece of your mind and show that you are not the big sister for no reason. And I say call her out in front of the other bridesmaids so they realize that Janet has been acting up and won't be listening to her next time. Mectrid says, friend of mine got married recently and although he didn't talk to me much about the wedding stuff beyond a point, he asked my opinion. That's all I gave, that's all anyone should give. I wouldn't have had a lot of the stuff he had, but at the same time, I knew he wanted his wedding to fit him and his wife, and they nailed it. They had Janets here and there, but eventually, Janets were ignored. They made the day special for themselves, and it's gone down as one of the most memorable weddings half the guests have ever been to. TLDR, Janet should shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just tell your sister to make her day as memorable as she wants it. And there was one more relevant comment where OP gave some additional info, you know, about what all the other brides may think of all this. And OP said, as far as I know, they aren't really aware of what's going on. The bridal shower and bachelorette party were both sort of framed as mistakes, so I doubt they know or notice I was purposely snubbed. Frankly, I got the impression Janet wanted me to make a stink so that she could feed off the drama. So by quietly not saying anything, I took that power away from her. At the same time, I eliminated my sister's stress. At the time, it seemed like a good choice, but it means now I have to explain for others to understand. So OP did update the post and says, Everyone's suggestion pushed me over the breaking point. I've met with my sister today for breakfast. She was a crying mess, second-guessing everything about her wedding. I asked if this was because of Janet's comments. She said yes and let me read all of Janet's texts and Facebook messages to her. Janet has been ripping my sister apart. I'm furious by this time, but my sister needs a big sister, not an avenging angel. I told my sister the stuff Janet has pulled on me. She was horrified and kept apologizing. Then she got angry. The next two hours were a bitch fest about the stuff Janet did through college. I seriously don't understand why my sister is friends with this girl. She has been universally miserable to everyone. Finally, I asked point blank if she wants to kick Janet out of the wedding party. My sister says no as she feels she needs to keep her promise and that it's too late to kick her out now. My sister didn't get the same vengeful asshole gene that I did. So I ask her what she does want. After thinking, she says she wants Janet to just leave her alone until the wedding. Done. I can be a butch fairy godmother and make this wish come true. I take my sister's phone, send Janet a text saying at this point, all the wedding decisions are final, so there's no sense talking about them. Oh, and because my sister will be so busy between now and the wedding, all communication and messages should go through me. Then I blocked Janet's number. I sent the same message on Facebook and blocked Janet on Messenger, then unfollowed her feed. Finally, I sent a Facebook message and text through my account. Afterwards, my sister just brightened back up. We ended up having a fun afternoon at a Halloween attraction. I got one message from Janet saying she doesn't believe that my sister blocked her. There was also a passive-aggressive message on her Facebook, but at this point, my sister would have to actively seek it out. Just before writing this, I call my mother and my brother, who is a groomsman. We are all livid, but respect my sister's decision to keep Janet in. However, we're going out of our way to make sure we pull family rank and make sure things are great for my sister. Generations of passive-aggressive people have led up to this. You don't fuck with my family. I'll take any suggestions on how to block Janet from making any other issues. Opie then comes in with another update and says the wedding was Saturday and I thought you would all like to hear how things worked out. 
Following everyone's suggestion from the first update, I contacted all the vendors, etc., and told them not to take any input from anyone but me or my sister, including the pastor who my sister has admitted befriending and coming to for advice. He was surprisingly awesome, and I ended up telling him the whole story and got him upset about things as well. A few days later, I get a call from the DJ who says that someone else called to question some stuff about the reception, namely the timing, which I knew was a sticking point for Janet. Later talking to the venue, they said someone talked to them. In both instances, they gave the answer that all should be directed to me. Meanwhile, I've been watching Janet's Facebook and found rather passive-aggressive posts that seemed to be pointed towards my sister and I. I ignored them. My sister maintained no contact. A week before the wedding, I get a text from Janet asking, what should I do with Christopher? We have two hours where I'll be busy with pictures and he will be alone. Now, I didn't know she had a child and didn't think my sister had arranged any childcare, so this seemed totally a pertinent question. Without thinking, I replied that I was sure there were some cousins who would be happy to babysit and that it'd be wise to pack a bag of stuff if he was too young to entertain himself for two hours. Then I messaged my sister. Christopher is Janet's boyfriend. It was an honest mistake, but kind of hilarious. Janet didn't message me back. Before the rehearsal, I made sure Janet had the full schedule for the weekend. I sent it through text, email, and Facebook message. She responded maybe twice on the group message I sent. The day before the rehearsal, I sent her several texts reminding her to be at the church at five. Of course, she wasn't there. Everyone starts talking about it, and I guessed at this point, word had gotten around that Janet was being a pain, and the general consensus was disgust and relief. The pastor and I talked, and he pulled my sister aside and said they would make plans if Janet just wasn't there. It wasn't really a big adjustment. One groomsman would instead escort in the groom's grandmother. We would do a run-through. The pastor calls for us to do another quick run-through of walking and seating, and the doors open, and there is Janet. I think she thought she was making an entrance. Instead, everyone, grandparents and parents and bridal party, are all shooting her the dirtiest of looks. The pastor, to his credit, put on his best, dripping with disdain, Professor Snape voices and said, you must be Janet. We thought you weren't coming and waved for her to get in line. She seemed cowed and stayed very quiet. Afterwards, she tried to rather loudly claim that she had no clue what the timings were. This was quickly disproved thanks to the text I had saved. She is, at this point, just hanging all over my sister, sort of sniveling. We were meeting at a restaurant nearby for the rehearsal dinner. It literally was within walking distance and most of us just wandered over. Somehow, Janet drove and managed to be late to the dinner, claiming to be lost. She ended up sitting by the groom's family. For the start of the dinner, she sat arms crossed like a petulant child. Then, she started drinking way too much. Thankfully, she was far enough away that my sister and her husband didn't really notice her antics. As we left, I think every single person there reminded her to be at the hotel to get ready by 10, especially my brother. She kept nodding and uh-huhing. Sent a few texts and Facebook messages for good measure. Of course, the next day, no show. We had a hairdresser set up in the suite and she did all of our updos, then hung around for a while before packing up. This is about when Janet finally arrived. I think my sister by this point was so done with Janet's shit, she didn't even get upset. Now to get to this next part. You have to understand I have long hair that I always wear in a tight French braid and curled into a bun. Most people never see my hair down. For the wedding, my sister wanted these Pinterest discovered loose braided hair down styles. When she said braids though, 
Janet had complained that we'd all look like dykes like me. So I answered the door with a rather nice hairstyle down over my shoulders, makeup done, professionally, dress on. Janet literally has her hair wet, no makeup, and a dress in a bag. When she found out the hairstylist and makeup person was gone, she flipped. I recommended that I just braid my hair like I wear mine every day, and she just shot me dirty looks. Instead, Janet ended up having a half hour to basically dry her hair and put it into a ponytail. The next little thing was totally passive-aggressive on my part. When my sister and I had our heart-to-heart, my sister admitted that Janet sold jewelry through some pyramid scheme. She had strong-armed my sister into buying a jewelry set, which she didn't terribly care for. I told her I would take care of it. I went through a connection and ended up renting a vintage set of jewelry, pieces far nicer than anything I could afford. On the day of the wedding, they brought it to the hotel, and it brought my sister to tears. When Janet showed up at the hotel, there stood my sister, glittering in diamonds instead of plastic pieces she coaxed her into. I knew too, this entered a temptation for Janet's power play. So I also contacted a guy who works at a friend's nightclub as security. The guy is quite professional, and looks like he could be a male model. I paid him to walk around, supposedly to be security for the necklace. Really though, he was there in case Janet pulled anything, and to keep my sister a bit more stress-free. Also, he ended up making my sister feel like a rock star, needing security. All that was left was for Janet to behave like a petulant child, which she did in spades, pouting and making photos difficult. I asked a photographer to place her end of the row, in case my sister decides to have her edited out. That's my sister's choice, but it's prepared if she so chooses. My sister lifted the blocks for Janet online on the flight for a honeymoon. She hasn't made any contact since or made any acknowledgement of the wedding or honeymoon pictures. When my sister gets back, I'll talk to her about their friendship more. Thank you everyone for your excellent suggestions and thoughts. It helped me make my decisions and everything seems to have worked out. And a relevant comment. She, Janet, was too cloying to outright sabotage. It was more just passive-aggressively informing everyone she wasn't pleased with decisions. The phone calls to the vendors were questioning if they had things right, for instance. All the texts to my sister were, are you sure that won't make your wedding look bad type messages. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being a part of it all. And hopefully... I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.